Would you stand with me? We have a liturgy for Advent. We'll do that each week, and we'll light uh, our Advent candles as we go. Again, uh, when we're doing liturgy, when it's dark print, that's everybody. The lighter print is the celebrant. I'm the celebrant this morning. Anticipation grows within us. There is no wound in the world that will not be healed. There is no darkness nor shadow that will be untouched by light. There is no evil on earth that will not be uncovered. No authority that will not kneel. And this first week of Advent, we sing with the prophets. In this first week of Advent, we shout with the children. In this first week of Advent, we pray with believers around the world. Come, Lord Jesus, come. Lord, we prepare the ground of our hearts for this Advent season. Once again, we reclaim your work within us and in your world to make all things new. The story of Advent reminds us that when you come, there is transformation and healing. You transform lives then, you transform lives now. Now, you will transform all things on the day of your return. We look forward to this great day when all creation will be made new. Always exciting with matches. The anticipation grows. Will the light come into the world? <laughs> Dang. By next week, we're going to have a little zippy lighter. <laughs> oh, did you see it? Did you see it? There was a spark. Okay. That was like loose. I don't know if it'll work. All right, just we're, we're patient people. Oh, who gave that suggestion? What a graveyard of matches. We prepare our hearts in this Advent season. By praying, listening, singing, and responding to your coming. With the ancients who waited, awaited you, we say, living Lord, come among us. Amen. Please be seated. If you're looking at the details of uh, the Advent celebration, you would have noticed that uh, today in the Advent Calendar. Most people are, are celebrating hope. Well, I was just convinced that it was joy. And I didn't really look at it at the schedule until I was like too far. I was just too far. I was just, I was in joy. So Steve is going to reverse. We're gonna, Steve's going to do hope. I'm going to do joy this morning. The whole, it's all going to come. That We're not going to miss anything. It's just this morning. The coming of joy. We want to announce good news of an event 
that brings great joy to every person on the planet. Let me read that again. We want to announce good news of an event that brings great joy to every person on the planet. How are we going to get the word out? The timing of it. What, what, who, would, who would say we, like, we ought to like, use every day, daytime hour just to get this word out? Who would go with daytime? Got, we, got, we got some daytime. How about some nighttime? Anybody get the word out at night? Okay. What about the where? I mean, should we, should we start like with densely populated cities or like should we go to wilderness areas? I mean, who would go, who would go to the wilderness first? Got a few here. How about densely populated cities? Okay, go see. That's great. All right. Now, to whom? Should we start delivering this announcement of great joy to the, the rich and the famous? Or should we start with Palestinian sheep herders? Who would go with Palestinian sheep herders? How about the rich and the famous? And how? I mean... I mean, Adam, you could help. I mean, we, we could tap into social media. We could probably, yeah, big time. When multi- Twitter. I'm not a Twitter. I'm not a, I'm, not a, I'm not a tweet, so I don't think of Twitter. Major networks, or we could ask angels. Which, which who would go with angels? How about social media, major networks? Well, in Luke... Chapter 2, 8 through 15. God tells us how he did it. So in that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I'm bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You'll find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of of other angels, the heavenly host, the heavenly army. They're praising God. They're saying glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has revealed, made known to us. You know, most of you knew where we were going as I was asking questions. But it's really interesting as you read the story and you compare it with the world we live in. Nobody would have delivered this message at night in the wilderness to Palestinian sheep herders through angels. That's unheard of. But God chose the night. Why did God choose the night? Have you noticed... That light works best in the dark. 
Have you noticed the divine light is what illuminates our spiritual darkness? Did you know that while humanity sleeps and slumbers, God's awake, God's active, God's alert to ending our rebellion and saving us from our self-destruction. God chose the wilderness. God starts from the least and moves towards the most. God starts in the thinly populated spaces and moves towards the densely populated. It's not that he's not going to cover. He's going to cover all the bases. But God starts where we don't start. And he finishes where we don't finish. And God chose Palestinian sheep herders. God starts at the very bottom. To make sure everybody knows, hey, this message of great news, great joy is for every human being. In Palestinian Judaism, sheep herders were listed under thieving and cheating occupations. You didn't want to be a sheep herder at the time Jesus was born. Sheep herders were classified as notorious robbers and cheats. Sheep herders were denied certain civil rights, like they could not serve in a court as a witness because they couldn't tell the truth. So again, if these sheep herders would have been called to the court in Jerusalem to give testimony to the arrival of Jesus, they couldn't have done that. Because the religious, no, they won't tell the truth. The religious were forbidden to buy wool or milk or a kid. That's not a child, that's the goat. From a shepherd based on the assumption that this would be stolen property. As crazy as it seems, in the Midrash, in the rabbinic period, there were rabbis saying... We just, don't, we just don't understand how God can be our shepherd because of the way they classified sheep herders. Isn't that crazy? But God chose shepherds in a wilderness. And he chose an angel. I mean, those of us that read the Bible, I mean, it's not, it's not on every page, but... It seems a bit normative through history that God would choose to send a messenger, an angel to humanity. But this one, with this chorus of angels that broke out in this declaration, glory to God in the highest heaven, on earth peace among all human beings upon whom divine favor rests. God's divine favor was resting On all of humanity, that's why he sent angels to tell of the coming of this good news. God's ways, I don't know, we just have to remind ourselves. God's ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. God chooses the foolish, to confound the wise. 
the best news announced in human history was announced in the middle of the night in the Judean wilderness outside Bethlehem to sheep herders by angels sent as messengers from the God of highest heaven. You read that one more time, then I'm going to read it out loud again. The best news announced in human history was announced in the middle of the night in the Judean wilderness outside Bethlehem to sheep herders by angels sent as messengers from the God of highest heaven. I looked all week. I I looked at my news feed all week for just like one bit of good news. Guess what? I didn't find it. I didn't find it. It doesn't seem to be appearing in our news feeds. The best news in human history has already happened. And there wasn't a newspaper. There wasn't a headline. The event announced which brings the best joy to all human beings... Now, we we could probably make a really long list of what we think is really going to bring us joy. And there are a lot of things that are going to bring us joy. But we're talking about the best joy, the greatest joy, the exceedingly great joy that God wants us to have comes through one event. And that event is to us. A Savior has been born in Bethlehem who is the Messiah the King the Lord my friend that is the one event in human history that gives all human beings the greatest amount of joy to us you could almost substitute for us God did this for us for us In the dark, in our slumber, for us, in an isolated place to the the lowest class of people on the planet, God declared for us a Savior has been born. In this little village, the house of bread, place of David and this Savior is Messiah King Lord now as I read that as I announce that then I just have to ask us how are we how are we going to respond to this revelation how do we respond to this revelation What's our response? I mean, one, if we're not careful, it's ho-hum, it's Christmas again. 
comes around regular. It comes around too quick. How did it get Christmas already? Or to be stunned in amazement once again that God would do this for us. How do we respond? We couldn't have made this up. How do we respond? And then how do we join? How do we, and how do we join in the, amount, in the announcement of this good news for all humanity? I mean, it was a big deal for God to announce it. His intention was that those that receive that revelation, who have their eyes open, the light is turned on, that we would continue to announce to the people around us this good news for everybody. How do we do that? When was the last time we, we kind of guided a conversation away from the tinsel and the tree and the gifts to a Savior born for us? The Messiah, the King, Lord. And then maybe even more important than that, is how do we continue the great joy of this event? I mean, I think, it's re- I think it really behooves all of us to keep a thumb on the church and culture. The reason is we have a message to share with everybody. <laughs> And I, I don't know, you, again, you can correct me. But I would say that our culture does not generally look at those of us that believe this revelation. They don't see us as joyful people. See, if I kind of go back a little bit, there was a pretty religious group at the time this announcement was made. Like they were really busy. Studying the Bible. I mean, they were even studying places about the coming of Messiah. You know, that just like six miles from the shepherd's field, there's a really nice temple. God could have shown up there. Why did God not show up there? Why did God choose to bypass the religious to come to the unreligious why did he bypass the rich and the powerful to come to the poor and the powerless who was joyful in the day of this announcement when they received the announcement what was the reaction of the religious I mean, is it possible that maybe the church in general has gotten too religious? Maybe we ought to get, go back to like herding goats or something. I mean, what are the stipulations that we put on this 
event. This, this event, the birth of the Savior, Messiah, the Lord, is meant to bring great joy to everyone who receives that revelation. What, what do we stack? But as long as you do what? 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 But it wasn't conditioned when it was given, right? No conditions. So I just say, Holy Spirit, would you come to us? Holy Spirit, would you come to the church? (laughs) It It might sound kind of crazy, but I expect lost people to be lost. I expect people that live in the darkness to live in the darkness. But it really grieves me when those of us that live in the light don't live in the light. It's Holy Spirit, come. Fill our darkness with your light. read an article this week that was, it was, again, it wasn't good news. It was about the state of loneliness in our nation. It's off the charts. Holy Spirit, fill our empty spaces with your fullness. The only answer to our loneliness is is Jesus. Holy Spirit, come to all of us, to the poor, to the rich, to the powerless, to the powerful, the least, the most. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, we welcome any messenger sent from you. Wouldn't it be a, wouldn't it just like be a, what, how, what would we do if an angel showed up? You know, you, have, you occasionally read those accounts. I mean, that occasionally does happen. We have a healthy dose of skepticism when it happens. It's not, it's just, it's not an everyday event. But we, we ought not to dismiss it, right? I had a dream recently. I'm not going to tell you what the dream is because I'm still processing it. But I know it was from... God, I know it. I just, I know it. He communicated through me, to me with a dream something that is like ridiculous. So I don't want to share it with you because, I, again, I'm just, I, we're still talking about it. But I, know, but I know, in my gut, I know God communicated to me. I haven't had an angel show up yet. That would really seal the deal. Finally, Holy Spirit, fill us with exceedingly great joy. Fill us with exceedingly great joy. This is a festive time. A 
as we announce to our generation the one and only Savior, Messiah, Lord, Jesus, we need to announce to our generation Jesus with exceedingly great joy. Holy Spirit, help us do that. Who turned your life around? Was it the Bible? Was it attending church meetings? Was it more Bible study? Those are all great things. But who turned your life around? Jesus. Jesus. Who's going to turn people's lives around today? Are we going to get people to write book? I mean, this, I, I'm going to say this. Don't get too upset. Are we going to change the laws of our nation? Is that going to bring people to Jesus? That's not... No. People living in darkness will live in darkness. Is there right and wrong? Yes. Is there biblical ethics? Yes. Do I, do I follow? Yes. I follow. Why do I follow? Because of Jesus. But those that don't know Jesus can't go down that path we have a hard enough going down that path because we don't always rely upon the holy spirit to help us go down that path we need to be filled with exceedingly great joy to announce to our generation the one and only savior messiah lord jesus that's it emmanuel has come he's come Now think for a moment. I'm, I'm just going to wait until we're all smiling. Just think about this announcement. Just think about who came. Just think about what he has done for you again, again, and again, and again. Are we happy people in relationship with Jesus? Is there any reason we shouldn't be? I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm still, I mean, I don't get everything I want. So what? I got him. (laughs) I don't, I, I don't, I don't consider myself a giddy person. Do you think I'm a giddy person? Oh, Amber thinks I'm a giddy person. <laughs> Amber had the sentence of living at our house, so she got to hear some of my, you know, fatherly jokes. That would make me a giddy kid. But my golly, how can we fill our city, our blocks, our neighborhood with exceedingly great joy? Because of Jesus. How do we live this out? How do we do it? Holy Spirit, thank you that you're active in our lives. And thank you that you can bring us to a place of uh, just saying, hey, we don't know how to do this, but you do. 
And so we invite you to fill us with exceedingly great joy as we announce by our lifestyle and by our words the one and only Savior, Messiah, and Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit, I ask that as we go from our gathering this morning and as we we gather again at five, I pray that there would be an exceedingly great joy in our gathering together for appetizers, main course, for desserts. I pray that this would be a night of just exceedingly great joy because we're celebrating the greatest gift, the best event of good news that we humans have ever received. Fill us with joy. Strengthen us with joy. Let this season (laughs) overflow with exceedingly great joy simply because, Jesus, you are our Savior. You are the King. You are the Lord of all lords. And you know us, and we know you, and you love us, and we love you. Lord, get us back to really simple truths. Let us celebrate the joy of Advent in Jesus' name. Amen. One thing you can do is you can share the joy with others. So I would just make that like a daily prayer. Holy Spirit, empower me to share the joy of the season with uh, one other human being. That's how we live it out. Thank you for our time together. Amen.